0: This is a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of CKNW. Welcome back to the Mortgage Show on CKNW. I'm Manny Bazunas, along with accredited mortgage professional Angela Calla. We're heard at this hour every weekend on this radio station. It's really a simple procedure. You get your current mortgage over to the nation's leading accredited mortgage professional, that being Angela, via her website, angela C A L L A dot C A, and she will restructure that mortgage for you and save you money. I want to thank Kim for joining us in the first segment of the show. Kim, husband, four kids, uh, feeling the stresses we all feel with those expenses mounting, needed some extra do me got a hold of Angela. Angela restructured Kim's mortgage. Saving that family $1,300 every month, as Kim pointed out. Um, that raised the happiness scale to about uh, a 10 out of 10. Uh, Rob Boy's our resident real estate expert from Royal LePage, I think there are going to be a lot more happy people among us uh, once they legalize marijuana. And I was looking at an article the other day, Robert, want you to comment on it, that um, if you have a marijuana shop near your home, it could, in fact, increase the value of your home. And with legalization coming up, uh, that should make a lot of us very happy.
1: Very, very interesting article, Manny. Um, You know, many people who are tuning into the show right now are probably saying, what are these two guys about to talk about? Look, everybody realized that cannabis legalization is... You know already happening Canada right now is a net exporter of cannabis products into uh, Europe and South America and of course with that comes really a a very dynamic industry and and we can kind of see many of the trends localized in markets in the state of Colorado Washington State right next to us frankly all the way down the coast from uh, British Columbia south You've got Oregon and now California that has full legalization, and frankly, it's already been proven out. And there's a number of reasons why. And and first and foremost, people need to understand that, you know, this isn't, um, you know, cannabis, uh, you know, market from the '60s, '70s, '80s, '90s, um, or frankly, the early 2000s. This is a completely uh, re, you know, repurposed. Uh, science-based, research-based cannabis industry, and with that comes um, tons and tons of capital, and we hear about it in the news and in our social media feeds. Uh, Once again, Canada is a global leader in the capitalization of cannabis, and of course with that comes the increase in the um, lease and purchase of uh, commercial real estate, both for office and research, and of course for the cultivation of cannabis. So, um, if you happen to be an investor in commercial real estate, you're seeing increased values uh, in the United States. What we see as well. So, you talked about you know localized neighborhood increased in valuations. Quite frankly, not not everybody wants um, cannabis uh, dispensaries, for instance, or cannabis research. In their neighborhood, but it's been proven that the real estate values go up uh, because the landlords that do are able to get higher valuations. So on a lease rate, that pulls the lease rates up in the rest of the neighborhoods. And you know, once again, back on the dispensary uh, front, we are seeing in markets. And um, I, I'm a re- I'm an investor in this space and someone who's been doing a lot of research. So I'm able to help uh, local cannabis entrepreneurs who are looking for real estate. I have a good portfolio of, of landlords that are prepared to you know, offer their facilities for retail or, or research. But once again, you're seeing an increase in the valuations of the lease rates that they're getting. A couple of things people also need to realize. In jurisdictions that have the public has legal ac- access to cannabis, the opiate addiction is 25% less than in jurisdictions where there is no cannabis, uh, legal cannabis available. And another really interesting trend that we're seeing out there, Manny, and once again, this would be in US, U.S. jurisdictions because currently in Canada, dispensing is not legal. Yes, we have a lot of it in Vancouver and Kelowna, and there's some out in uh, Maple Ridge and Abbotsford where they're um, kind of just uh, passively allowed by the local governments, and, of course, the RCMP participate in that. But um, we're also seeing 15% decrease in alcohol consumption. And we can all admit, look, there's the casual glass of wine, there's a couple beers after your sporting event or, you know, social occasions, but there is a lot of, um, um, you know, issues that come with alcohol and consumption and of course opiate addiction is terrible and when we can bring those down people are happier our communities are a little bit safer and of course we see an increase in real estate values
0: well not just a small increase these professors that did the study on a legalized marijuana shops setting up they found that property values in the surrounding neighborhoods rose by eight percent that is significant
1: yeah that's significant uh, and of course it's it's the the pressure on you know business coming into a, into a community and like i said before because many um, landowners have not really embraced the, the new aspects of of cannabis and cbd and terpenes and you know all the good things that frankly We've known for, you know, almost centuries that the cannabis, many aspect, aspects of cannabis are good for you. But, you know, back to that point of the localized real estate market, that person, if you have a commercial piece of real estate right now, you have a warehouse, you have, um, you know, a storefront and you're prepared to allow a dispensary or a research facility to come into your um, building, you're probably going to get a little bit more per square foot. In some cases, I just read a report because I'm working in a deal on a deal in Sacramento, California right now, and buildings that allow and are permitted for cannabis use are seeing three to five times increase in the lease rate. Well of course that brings up the value of the real estate in that area and everybody benefits from that increase in value, even if they just have you know, storage or other types of manufacturing in their building, it does increase the value throughout the neighborhood.
0: Well, I guess the same cannot be said for apartment owners, uh, those landlords who own apartments. Uh, There is a mission among uh, at least some landlords to keep uh, marijuana users out of their building. Well, how... the heck are they possibly going to do that? And should Rob, they be looking at the same thing these commercial landlords are looking at—that there could be an increase in the value of their property if they did allow marijuana use or cultivation?
1: Well, once again, Manny, excellent, excellent research has shown uh, on the residential side of things that, frankly, it is not a really good permitted use to have people um, to grow cannabis—you know—in their closet, in their garage at the residential level. Look, I would get a lot of pushback from people who want to be able to do that. And there's some excellent, excellent uh, equipment. They look like, you know, small apartment size freezers or small apartment size uh, refrigerators that actually cycle water and light cannabis plants. The problem is, is those are very expensive. And, and what we're going to see, and I know um, state and federal governments continue to struggle with this, is to allow someone to you know, to grow cannabis um, in their individual um, units because, you know, they have a medical um, prescription for it. But it can be quite dangerous if it's not done properly, you know, due to lighting and other aspects. There is an odor that comes off of it as well, and you don't want that to be a nuisance to other residential users. Look, if you live out in a rural area and you have a greenhouse in your backyard, you have, an uh, you know, a secondary dwelling, a shed, uh, if you want to do outdoor cultivation, if you're getting enough sunlight, depending on where you are, I don't think that matters. But it definitely comes. You know, now when I put on my my landlord management hat, I don't think it's a good use to allow people to uh, cultivate, grow small amounts of of cannabis in their suites, um, because that's going to cause issues with insurance. I know the insurance companies, and and I personally am. Engaging the insurance industry, not just agencies, but the insurance underwriting agencies. I'm engaged with them one-on-one to um, develop various insurance products, so that they can offer them uh, to landlords, to tenants, to operators, and make sure they're properly covered. But I think when it comes down to the to the residential side of things, there is a plan that you could put in place for odor abatement. Um, you could prescribe that only you know certified. Uh, cultivation home cultivation products are used that you just don't have somebody with a you know a light on a on a you know plugged into the wall trying to cultivate some cannabis so there's definitely a lot that you know the political institutions uh, need to figure out but uh, residential use of cannabis not the use but the cultivation of cannabis is going to be very difficult and of course if we want to get into the actual consumption of cannabis you know there's various ways uh, less than half of people who Enjoy cannabis for medicinal or recreational purposes. They actually don't smoke the flour anymore. Uh, they use a vaporizer or a vape pen, and the odor is very minimal.
0: Rob Boys, our resident real estate expert from Royal LePage, also uh, very well versed in uh, how the whole legalization of marijuana is going to affect the real estate market. There is a professor from Queen's University who suggests that uh, home property values could increase by up to 8% uh, if you have a legal marijuana shop in your neighborhood. Reason for that is. That um, the more and more shops there are in a ne- neighborhood, much like having a Starbucks down the street, is that it will drive customers to other retailers. So there'll be more activity. The more activity in your neighborhood, the higher the neighboring Uh, residential property values are but robert from my perch on the 21st floor of the td tower downtown vancouver we're surrounded by condo and apartment buildings and i've got a perfect compromise or remedy to those landlords who do not want their tenants to grow marijuana uh, in their suites why not uh, set up uh, a a little uh, garden grow up on the terrace i mean i'm looking at at an outside terrace in this beautiful condo building right across from us and i thought well they could grow four or five plants out there on the outside wouldn't affect anybody
1: excellent point manny that would be an issue for individual stratas that allow kind of that co-op growing we do see in the city of vancouver where uh, you know some buildings generally commercial buildings have been taken down because the density uh, requirements have have increased on that specific property and they 're not quite ready to build and We see those community gardens frankly i 'm sure if you check the community garden there 's a little bit of cannabis growing in there i know there 's a well known cannabis activist here in British Columbia, and he gives out free cannabis seeds but the directive is to receive the free seeds. Is you must drop them into boulevards and meridians, um, you know, in your local municipality to get cannabis grown. Look, cannabis has grown wild for hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of years. There's historical uh, uh, data, you know, not scientific data, but we can see it in our history through, um, you know, emperors in China and in South Asia. That, you know cannabis has been around so look downtown co-ops or downtown stratas that have um, garden area you know what why not let them have a little bit it'll always come down to just like with smoking a cigarette pet noise, you know, odors from um, spicy cooking, you want to be able to control all that. You don't want to be a nuisance to your neighbor. And quite frankly, uh, I think what you're going to find most of the time is the guy next door just chooses Tori- his Doritos a little bit loud, and that could be really the only issue.
0: Rob boys our resident real estate expert from Royal LePage, also an expert in the marijuana trade and how you combine increasing property values by allowing marijuana grow-ups if you're a commercial land owner boy this could be an extra a pot of gold for you uh, to use an expression pot pot of gold for you if you allow Uh, big cultivators into your commercial space, and Rob is expert at putting those two things together. RobBoys.com. R-O-B-B-O-I-E-S.com. RobBoys.com. I I want to thank Rob for joining us here on The Mortgage Show on CKNW. When we come back, uh, George is going to join us. Who is George? George is someone who was really, really mad at his financial institution for not giving him the mortgage with the flexibility he wanted. He went to the Angela Calla Mortgage Team. Angela worked that magic, and George is one happy camper when we come back to The Mortgage Show on CKNW. I'm Manny Bazunas. Here's how you reach Angela. Angela Calla, C-A-L-L-A dot C-A. The proceeding was a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of CKNW.